This conversation originally aired on Koinonia, which can be heard Monday through Friday at 2 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360 in Phoenix or online at faithtalk1360.com. Back with us once again to uh, give us the lowdown on what is in theaters this weekend. Bob Walaszewski, focus on the families plugged in. Thanks for joining us here on Coinania. Well, Tom, I can't tell you. I always such a privilege. I mean, I, you know, what have we been th- doing this? Seven years or something six, like this? Uh, six. We're, this is our seventh year, so this is the year jubilee. Okay. Uh, for us, I, I, literally this morning at breakfast, I was thinking, you know, I get to talk to Bob today. I this it's I actually look forward to the time we get to spend together. Me too, absolutely. It, but God's like that, though. We we don't we've never even we've met. never even met. No, no, no. But but if uh, if there were a hundred people lined up and I had to pick you from that lineup, I know exactly which one you are. <laughs> I've seen your I've seen your running pictures yeah. on Facebook. I've seen when you you know dress up as a. Uh, is a leprechaun. <laughs> I mean, I, so. Yeah, have you seen? And those? I think you've seen a few of my Hawaii pictures. I have. You know? I have. So, uh, this, uh, it's just, uh, it's just neat. Uh, again, thank you for uh, spending time with us each week. Uh, I, I remember when I made the original request it was like 13 minutes <laughs> what i know i know so I, I t- I because i was 60. doing i was doing a lot of them even back then when you made the request and mo- and even to this very day most of mine go in the three minute range give or take you know right mm-hmm. around that and then you wanted 12 to 13 minutes and i'm like <laughs> what gonna my goodness about? i'm gonna have to read out of the phone book every <laughs> every week because i have nothing to say after three minutes yeah, but, but somehow seven years later we have yeah. not only filled the space but i believe that our listeners have been encouraged oh, and inspired as well i have so. had numerous people say hey you know thank you because i, I got my kids in the car and you'll talk about a movie and why uh, it's maybe not family friendly, and it just kind of helps me with the battle. Yeah, and it's like, man, what a blessing! Well, that's that's exactly what we're trying to do. Because what a blessing. And if I have to get down, why do why does why does focus on the family even review films and television and movies and video games? It's not because we think we just need the information out there. It's because media is so influential, even spiritually. And we want our kids to thrive in their faith mm-hmm. and not find something that trips them up. Um, so we're there because we don't believe the secular world has helped us, not only hasn't helped us because of what they produce, but hasn't helped us in how they rate things. Um, on the movie side, for instance, they give us PG-13s and they give us PGs and Rs and Gs. And that really doesn't tell us very much if you think about it. Right. And it, it changes. You know, what was a... A PG-13 now, or what was a PG-13, is not a PG-13 now. No, that's, that's you know, it would have sure. been an R. Exactly. Back then. Yeah, you I, know, I, it just it that it just we call it ratings creep around here, yeah, and it, exactly. and we have seen it just creep, 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 yeah. and then every once in a while it'll do it on the R side where something will get an R, and you'll go, 
that should have been a PG-13, mm. you know? And so that doesn't happen very often. But again, the ratings aren't very reliable. Yeah. Well, uh, we want to talk about last week, but first let's get the one PG-13 that's out this week, Logan Lucky. Tell us about that for family friendliness. Yeah, Logan Lucky follows a not-so-lucky Logan family. So the Logan Lucky is kind of a play on this when you get to know the family in the movie. They live in West Virginia. They're, they're a hillbilly family, if you will, Appalachian, kind of hicks. Adam Driver's character says the family is cursed. His brother, played by Channing Tatum, posts a document on a wall, the 10 rules for robbing a bank. <laughs> but he's not oh. about actually robbing a bank, per se, but the Charlotte Motor Speedway, mm. which to him has tons of cash when the people show up to watch a race. And uh, and it's all okay if they go after this caper, because the insurance company will kick in and pay the I damages. See. And money grows on trees mm-hmm. for State Farm and Allstate and all right. the various insurance companies. I mean, they, you know, so you never have to worry about it if the insurance company pays. Yeah. And besides, they plan to play Robin Hood if they get away with it, and they'll give some of it away. Mm-hmm. That'll justify everything. <laughs> Now, I know, I get it. The tongue is firmly planted in cheek in this film, and you're not really supposed to take it serious, and I get that. At the same time, you know, philosophically, we have to look at this film and say, okay, what does this movie, what's its basic message? And it is, if you're an unlucky hillbilly family living in West Virginia and you want to rob a bank to get lucky— Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> you might get away with it. Let's you know? desensitize. Hey, it's just robbery. No big just deal. Just robbery. Yeah, exactly. And so, we'll have fun. We'll be funny doing it. There was quite a bit of language in this one as well. There was some sensual content, um, especially involving a, a pageant with a little girl. It reminds me of the John Bonet mm. um, situation. In fact, very looked very similar, actually, to a John Bonet. So you had that going on as well. Um, so it detracted from the somewhat fun journey, if you will. We gave it a two and a half out of five. Not the worst of scores, but anything under a three is is. We're trying to communicate that it has more negativity than positivity. Mm, yeah. So. All right. Well, let's uh, let's back up. Last week, uh, another animated feature that, of course, is family friendly. It's a cartoon, right? Well, you know, I actually kind of like this one, Tom. You might be surprised. Nut job. This is Nut Job Two. The first Nut Job One movie, if I had to summarize the overall uh, theme, was if you're a rodent and you're hungry, go steal from a peanut cart, uh, or you know, because hey, that's how you get fed. Right. Well. What a great message that was, you know. Mm-hmm. You know. But this one actually had a message that I don't think I've ever heard. A lot of animated films have that fo- Disney follow your heart, follow your dream message, okay? okay? Right, right. Or redemption um, of some sort. Right. This one had – it opens – with the rodents in the building that the last film ended in. So it's like this big nut building that they've inherited. And right. they've got okay. all these, I, I mean, they, they're diving into mm-hmm. the peanut, because there's so many, and, and they're just getting fat, dumb, and lazy. And, and uh, one of the squirrels, or it's a female squirrel named Andy, comes to Surly, the main squirrel character, and says, this is too easy. We need to get back to the wild. We need to get back to foraging. There's, taking the easy route is not the best route for us. And that's really, in life, is such a good message for kids to hear. You know, if we want the good life and think we just want to 
you know, someday just have everything handed to us and someone's peeling our grapes. You know, that's not what we're living for. And I thought for an animated kids movie to have a good message like don't take the easy route was a good message. Now, there was a, a toward the end of the film, we got back a little bit to that steal a few peanuts from the peanut vendor cart right at the very end. It was like, ah, but for overall, um, I liked the messages out of the film. And you had teamwork and you had the idea that, that if we're going to do this together, we've, it's, it's so much better than if we were to do it alone. We, that's a pretty common message in anime films. But overall, except for the, the bathroom humor, and there was two very gross gags, the same gag that we see twice, um, but at the same time, four out of five we thought was, was uh, apropos for this one. And if families were looking for something to go see, the nut job too, actually. And Surprise Me is one that I could say, yeah, you might want to take your kids to. Pretty cool. One more from last week, Glass Castle. You know, Woody Harrelson plays the father in this film. And this is based on the true story, memoirs of Jeanette Walls. Uh, she wrote a book called The Glass Castle. But uh, in, the, in the 60s, her dad, uh, played by Woody Harrelson, just took the family from place to place to place to place to place to place to place. It sounds like a military family, but they're not military. It's it's a situation where dad is a drunk, he's an alcoholic, and he's also a dysfunctional dreamer. He's always dreaming about the next big project. but And that's the negative. But Jeanette Walls and her three siblings actually grew up in this terrible dysfunctional family with optimism and it sounds like they're they don't need therapy a lot of families that that were to be brought up in a situation like this would be sitting laying on a couch every week but not this family it seems for some because even though he was a drunk in real life the father was also a very encouraging loving dad he may have struggled to to work he may have struggled with cigarettes and booze but he loved his kids and he didn't mind showing it and he didn't mind inspiring them to dream big dreams. Now, he himself didn't follow through with his own dreams, but he helped his kids uh, reach their dreams. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we were mixed on this one. Uh, there was so much I liked. It was surprising to find a film with a dysfunctional family that I came away and actually felt a bit of inspiration by the end. At the same time, watching that dysfunction on screen was hard and rough, and there was um, an assault of a young child implied in a scene as well that's a very mature theme, of course. As well. So we gave this one a two and a half, uh, like Logan Lucky. Mm. Um, so again, not a, not a thumbs up, but a much better film than a Logan Lucky because it's a true story and a true story that in some in some places had some real inspiration, I thought. Sounds like a, a good candidate for those families that might want to uh, explore getting online, PluggedIn.com or the app uh, to get the full review because you get a lot more detail, right? We absolutely do. And there's one other film that I want to talk about, and it's uh, The Case for Christ. Now, our regular listeners may go, wait a minute, he talked about that back in yep, April. That's yes, right. yes. Yep. yes, 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 I did. I sent it um, over to my friends at Pure Flix, so just so you know. <laughs> well, in April, it was in the theaters, mm -hmm. and so I'm always talking about it. And then occasionally, when a certain DVD product hits the 
uh, market. I try to get back to the airwaves to remind people it's out. And this Tuesday, Lee Strobel's story, or called The Case for Christ, just came out. Um, so whether you stream it on Amazon Prime or however you stream it these days, or if there happens to be a red box still in your neighborhood, you can probably rent it for a buck and a half. But I went to Rotten Tomatoes this morning, Tom, to see, I wonder how secular critics like the film, because I'd heard the rumor that they were pretty positive about it. And I was surprised to see that it was a 79% yeah. freshness rating. In other words, what it's saying is eight out of 10 secular movie critics who don't get it from a faith perspective still like the film because they thought it told an interesting story. And I love the story. I, it's probably my favorite film or in my top three of this year. I really i thought they did an incredible job with the story you yes. know sometimes and you know sometimes let's be honest it's a little bit of a role of, uh you know a little bit of a chance uh is it gonna be campy but this was really well done it Loved was it. very well done very well acted told a, a very good story and uh it's worth checking out listeners so check out and pop your own popcorn this weekend and check okay. out case for christ Bob Olaszewski, plugged in, pluggedin.com, or on your smart device. Like I said earlier, you can get it. I have it with me all times. Bob, once again, thanks for your time. Talk to you next week, Tom. For questions or comments, please email Tom at faithtalk1360.com. That's Tom at faithtalk1360.com.